Welcome to the Glowing Gut Show. I'm your host, Chayla, nutritionist and gut health specialist. I help you and your gut have a better relationship with food so you can ditch the bloating and digestive issues for good. Each week on my podcast, I'll be sharing information and inspiration on all things health, mindset, and personal growth. Get ready to up-level your health, ditch your symptoms, and glow from the inside out. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for being here with me. So today I'm going to talk about a very popular topic, which I talk about with all of my clients and something that I work on with all of my clients because it is such a key component in healing, not only for digestion, but for overall health. And that is stress and anxiety. Let's face it, we have a lot of stressors in life, whether it be our work, our family, uh, the pandemic, whatever it is, we have some stress and anxiety. Unfortunately, those things are not necessarily going to go away or they're things that are out of our control to fix. But what we can do is change the way that we show up and deal with those things. So kind of putting more things in the toolbox in order to help manage our stress levels and our anxiety levels. So today I'm going to give you three tangible steps that you can do today in order to help to reduce your stress levels and manage anxiety. So the first thing that you can do today in order to help reduce your stress and anxiety is to cut down on caffeine. Yes, I know you morning coffee drinkers out there are probably yelling at me right now, but the honest truth is if you need that cup of coffee in the morning, there's a reason for it. And usually the reason for it is because we're fatigued. Many people struggle with chronic fatigue. And one of the first things that you want to look at when you struggle with chronic fatigue is your adrenal health. So your adrenals are essentially two glands that sit on the top of your kidneys. And these glands are responsible for producing your master stress hormone cortisol. Cortisol is naturally produced throughout the day in order to regulate our energy levels. So When you have healthy adrenals and you have a regular cortisol cycle, you have energy when you get up in the morning because your cortisol spikes in the morning to get you out of bed. And then throughout the day, your cortisol levels slowly fall until the evening so that you are ready to go to bed. When you have dysregulated cortisol, it means that your cortisol is all over the place. So you can not wake up in the morning with enough cortisol, which means you're tired and sluggish. You could have a drop of cortisol in the afternoon, which means you get that afternoon slump. And then your cortisol can be raised and elevated throughout the night, which means you struggle going to sleep. You wake up constantly in the middle of the night. Um, So making sure that our cortisol is balanced and regulated is extremely important for stress and anxiety. Because not only does our body use cortisol for energy throughout the day, but it is naturally produced when we are stressed or anxious. So if you're someone that is always stressed or what we call chronic stress, it means your body's constantly producing cortisol. Um, And what ends up happening is at some point, your body won't be able to keep up with the supply and demand of producing that amount of cortisol, and we no longer are able to make cortisol. It's what we call adrenal fatigue. Adrenal fatigue essentially means your adrenals are too tired, they are exhausted, and they cannot make any more cortisol. So the reason that caffeine plays into this is because caffeine and coffee help our body produce 
cortisol. That's how it gives us energy. But when you're already struggling with chronic stress and adrenal fatigue, you don't want more cortisol. You have enough cortisol in your body. That was the issue in the first place. Um, so we really want to make sure that we're reducing our caffeine and coffee intake in order to help to support our adrenals, hopefully get back into functioning regularly. Our adrenals naturally won't function regularly again unless we support them and nourish them, but removing things that help to exhaust them further is a big key. So coffee, if you're someone that drinks it regularly, cut down your consumption as best you can. Again, whatever is doable for your lifestyle, um, but coffee does play a huge uh, part in your stress and anxiety. So the next thing that you can do to help manage your stress levels is to help to reduce Sugar. Yes, sugar. I feel like this is a huge topic. A lot of people are like, are you crazy? How am I going to reduce sugar? It's in everything. And that's very true. Sugar really is in everything. I mean, there are over 50 different names for processed sugar. 50. That's a lot. It's not like they just write sugar on the label. There's 50 different names, which means you need to you know, carry around a dictionary just to read through food labels, which, you know, having that handy is not a bad idea. Um, but when I talk about sugar too, I don't mean the sugar that you find in fruit. You never cut out whole foods, you know, starchy carbohydrates like sweet potato and carrots, and those things have sugar as well. But the difference between whole foods, so, you know, starchy carbs, veggies, and fruit is that they also have fiber and fiber plays a massive role in blood sugar. So when we have healthy blood sugar, it means that whenever we're eating food, our blood sugar spikes and drops um, in little bumps. I want you to kind of imagine like um, kind of one of those graphs and we're going to just draw little tiny hills. So every time that you're eating a meal, your blood sugar is going to spike and drop. So in a little hill shape. And that's what we like. Our body likes that small spike and that small drop. And it likes those little, those little hills throughout the day because that keeps our energy levels consistent um, and it keeps our body happy. What ends up happening when we're eating sugar and simple carbohydrates that turn into glucose or sugar very quickly in our body, it means that we're getting big spikes and drops. So imagine a giant mountain, a giant mountain up and down you know, and our body gets very stressed out by this because not only is it not good for our body to have these giant spikes because A, it messes with our energy levels. You're going to have a whole bunch of energy and you're going to crash and you're going to need that biggest spike again throughout the day, which is why if you start your day with simple carbohydrates or sugar, so you're eating, you know, that bowl of cereal with lots of sugar in it or... I'm trying to think of other sugary stuff or like a toast or a waffle or pancakes in the morning with plenty of maple syrup. You know, you're going to, you're going to have that first thing in the morning. It means that you're going to start with a mountain spike in the morning. And when you crash, you're going to need that mountain spike again to get your energy levels up. And this puts a lot of stress on your body. And when we have dysregulated blood sugar um, and insulin levels, this puts stress on our body. And it's not a conscious stress, but it's a subconscious stress, but it's still a stress on our body, which means it's going to pump out more cortisol, our stress hormone. 
So we really want to make sure that we're looking after our blood sugar, making sure that it's remaining steady throughout the day. We can do this by reducing the sugar intake or eliminating our sugar intake. We can also do this by increasing our fiber intake. So I go on about fiber a lot. Obviously, I'm a gut health nutritionist, and not only is it important for our gut health, but it's really important for our blood sugar as well. Essentially, what fiber does is it helps to blunt the insulin from spiking. So if you're eating something really sugar rich, but you're also eating fiber with it, then the fiber will stop your insulin from spiking. It will blunt the effects of that sugar. Um, And one of the great examples of this is fruit, because if you juice an orange, for example, that orange juice is pure sugar. If you drink that, your insulin levels are going to go through the roof because there's nothing from stopping that sugar. But when you're eating it in an orange form, yeah, you're getting the juice of the orange, but you're also getting all of the fiber, which is why fruits are so amazing. They are like the candy, the people say the candy of, you know, nature, because it is a sweet treat, but it has the fiber in there. Nature is very smart. You know, it, it constructs things in a way that allows your body to eat it in a healthy way. So making sure that you're eating enough fiber throughout the day will naturally help to reduce those blood sugar spikes and give you those little hills throughout the day for your insulin levels, which is what we want. So remember, when you're looking after your blood sugar, you want to make sure that you're trying to reduce or eliminate sugars. Um, keep them, read your ingredients list on all of your processed foods. Look out for those, those sugars hiding in there because remember, they can have over 50 different names. It's very tricky little buggers hide in there. Um, and then also increase your fiber. So making sure that you're getting enough whole fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, legumes, grains every single day that you're eating enough fiber to be able to manage your blood sugar. And of course, it's going to help your gut health as well. So best results that way. My last and final tip when it comes to stress management is to incorporate herbs into your routine on a regular basis. So I'm a huge fan of herbal medicine just because I know how powerful and effective herbs can be, as well as they are very accessible for a majority of people. So there's something I like to include for myself and my clients on a regular basis. Uh, One of my favorite herbs when it comes to stress management is chamomile. It's a very common tea. Most people have heard of it, and most people associate it with something they would drink before they go to sleep. And the reason for this is because it helps to relax your body. It really helps you to decompress um, either in the evening or before you go to bed. And that's what we really want for reducing our cortisol levels, as well as relaxing our nervous system. There are many other herbs out there that also help, but I find that chamomile is very accessible. Everybody knows about it. And it's also very powerful. So if you start to include a cup or two of chamomile tea a day, either in the evenings when you're getting home from work or before you go to bed, you will notice that you will will feel a lot more relaxed um, and it will give your nervous system a chance to kind of shut off and for you to get a good night's sleep um, and um, reduce your cortisol levels. So that brings us to the end of the episode today. As a quick recap, let's just go through those steps one more time. So the first step was to reduce your caffeine and coffee intake. Step number two was to reduce your sugar intake. And step number three was to add amazing herbs like chamomile into your daily routine to help you manage your stress levels and reduce anxiety. So thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. If you are currently working on your gut and digestive health, I also have an amazing free healthy gut guide. You can go grab over on my website, glowingguthealth.com forward slash free guide. Um, It's a great guide with 
steps that you can take in order to improve your digestive health and delicious gut-friendly recipes. Also, if you have any questions about this episode or you just want to say hi, you can pop over to my Instagram at at nutritionistchayla. I'll put it in the show notes. And other than that, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. Talk to you next week.